This is Bradbury 100, celebrating the centenary year of American writer Ray Bradbury. I'm Phil Nichols of bradburymedia.co.uk. Each week on the podcast, we look at some aspect of Bradbury's life and work and interview somebody who is inspired by Ray. Ray would come in to meet with all the animators just to kick over ideas. He would bound in. He bounds in and says, people send me metaphors in the mail. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Bradbury's one of those people who wrote so many different things in so many different styles. The story means so much to me. I love the relationship between Will and Jim. I love their opposite characteristic, one born minute to midnight, one born a minute after, the blonde, the dark. That idea of opposites and the attraction that they have for one another and the dichotomy that they embody that we all have within us. Something Wicked is a pretty dark story. It's one that Stephen King absolutely loves and credits as a major influence. If you read Something Wicked and go on to read Stephen King's It, you will see Bradbury's influence. One thing that Bradbury was really great at doing was drawing together short stories to make novels. You know, a lot of his books that we think of as complete works are just collections of short stories. And I think that's something he was very gifted at doing, drawing together these diverse tales and finding a thread that connects all of them. Martian Chronicles, first paragraph, Rocket Summer. That was an incredible moment in my life. The first time I realized that prose in fiction would be more than just describing the moment. It's totally fantastic, of course. No rocket's going to take off that close to a small town in the winter and melt everything. But wow, what a metaphor. Bradbury was always someone who was interested in otherness. And then you have a story like The Skeleton, where the protagonist becomes obsessed with the otherness inside of him, his own skeleton. It's just so creepy. and he begins to see fingerprints everywhere. He realises he touched the table, he touched the glass, he touched the doorknob, he... Oh, did he touch the chandelier? So he starts polishing every part of the chandelier, even though he couldn't possibly have touched it. And I just think that's a fabulous story. Those stories absolutely blew my mind when I first read them because they were just so incredibly creative and beautifully written. There's not a word wrong. This little boy, Timothy, is the only human child amongst this extraordinary family. And in many ways, it reflects Bradbury's own experiences of feeling a little bit odd or a little bit strange amongst his own family. Timothy allows us to question what does it mean to be extraordinary, but also what does it mean to belong to a family? I finally get into the office and I'm sitting across from Ray Bradbury. And I'm just completely dumbfounded. Mr. Bradbury, I gotta tell you, you used to come to the dorms at UCLA and give motivational speeches and talks and you would read poetry and we would watch one of your films and that was the most incredible thing in the world. I never forgot anything you said. And he said, well, 
you think it sunk in, kid? <laughs> and I go, well, I'm here <laughs> working with you, so maybe I've done something right. The underlying quality of Ray's writing is that he takes things which are commonplace and then he makes them extraordinary. Or he takes things that are extraordinary and he then makes them relatable to something which we can understand. Bradbury 100 celebrates the centenary year of Ray Bradbury, the author of Fahrenheit 451, The Illustrated Man, and Dandelion Wine. The series begins on July 25th. Find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Facebook. Bradbury 100 is presented and produced by Phil Nichols. For show notes and background information, visit bradburymedia.co.uk. Music is by Purple Planet at purpleplanet.com. <laughs>